0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's called Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Rebecca. Today, we're talking about dating. Believe it or not, we've already spent the past two hours talking about dating, (laughs) not on camera. Lucky you. So we are really on one right now. Yeah. And so hopefully, right now, we say all the same stuff, but we relate it to 10 different stories. Yes, we will. We're going to be crazy today. So crazy. Do you have Boop. any life updates? Should we- <laughs> She just booped my foot with her foot. Wait, just a follow up in case you've listened to our cringy dating stories podcast. I think I already did clarify that. But there was a story about how our friend Callie, she was on a first date and a man they met. This is the first time they've ever met. About an hour or two into their date, they were sitting on a bench and he touched her boobs with his two hands. And he said, boop, boop, as he touched each of her boobs. And yes, he did make the sound effects out loud he said boop boop while touching both of her breasts (laughs) one at a time. (laughs) with each hand. It never gets old. It literally never gets old. Wow. She also had a first date suck on her feet, (laughs) non-consensually. And then a year later, spoiler alert, texted her because he was starting some type of foot business and he remembered her. That's a compliment. And how good her feet were. But um, I'm getting it. Oh, I can't even (laughs) think about it. Anyway, so go listen to our cringy dating stories episode as well. After this one, after you listen to this one, just cue it up. yeah cue it up and also please share this podcast with your friends Mm -hmm. please i'm begging you it's all (laughs) i need we actually are desperate (laughs) yes if i sound desperate that's because i am
1: oh gosh okay life updates
0: yeah i asked you a question and then i I just kept talking the boop boop was important
1: (laughs) well hollow weekend just passed Yes. We went out and we got stopped by the Paps.
0: We really <laughs> did. I'm going to insert our photos right here. <laughs> yeah. This is how it feels to be a celebrity. We were walking down the, sh-
1: the streets and this guy with a, photog- with a photographer <laughs> with a camera came up to us. And I forget how we started his pitch, but he was like, oh, I'm this guy. He like said his Instagram handle. Can I like take your pictures for this account? I don't
0: think he even asked.
1: Yeah, you're right. Maybe he didn't. We I kind think of he just
0: was like, wow, this is so perfect. And he pulled out his camera and he was like, I was just coming from a shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you guys stand here. We were like, wow, this is how it works.
1: And then he plugged his Instagram. And yeah, we just kind of started modeling. And I was very (laughs) into it at first. And then he made us go to like three locations for lighting. And... Like he was so
0: nice. He was so nice,
1: but it was just like it was a lot, and I was hangry. If if you know, you know. (laughs) And the pics were great, though. I will say,
0: very talented person. They look like um
1: like humans of New York vibes. If you follow that account, yeah, on Instagram.
0: And when we went to dinner afterwards, (laughs) Rebecca shut it down because she's like, "All right, I gotta go. I gotta go eat." And so we did, (laughs) which was good because I feel that we did our part. Yeah, we were on the streets of Philly, and I thought we would be
1: the first picture in the carousel, and we were like six out of eight. (laughs) We did not win. We did not win. We should have. We were great.
0: We were. I thought we did well. But I was Marie Antoinette. I was Dua Lipa. Icons. It was funny because when we were talking to the guy, he's like, so what are you guys? And we're like, oh, guess. Like, what do we look like? What would you think? And he's like, um... And we said, oh, we're not together, by the way. Meaning that our costumes weren't a related duo. to each other. Yeah, like yeah. a duo. I guess we said it. That's a weird way to say that. But And then, anyway, that ended. He We told him our outfits. And then when we started modeling together and, like, leaning on each other and, like, kind of, like, posing together, he was like, you guys just met on the street? And we were like, no. What? And he's <laughs> yes, like, oh, you right. said you're not together. And we were like, oh, not together costume wise yeah. we are yes we're friends yeah yeah we've met before yeah yeah that was i forgot about that that was so funny so that was a fun experience i had fun i had fun i felt like we were celebrities yeah we
1: were we <laughs> yeah. kind of
0: were our egos were through the roof <laughs> they already are mine mine was i was like yeah yeah i'll pose for you again yeah and rebecca's like all right we need to eat but i was like what about what about this <laughs> Please take my picture. Part of it too was I was wearing
1: literally five inch heels, and I just could not keep walking. Location, location. I was oh, like, true. "We're right there next to the sushi place we wanted to go to." I knew he was going to make us walk like three blocks for good, right? For good lighting. That's true. I'm artist. like, I gotta nip this in the mud right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> true. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Very but talented. But we love Halloween. Yes, love it. I had so much fun looking at everybody's Halloween costumes oh, on Instagram. It's the best day on Instagram of the whole year i I just click double tap on every single thing i see (laughs) yes same so funny that instagram matters and i was thinking so if you happen to see my costume that i posted on instagram i was a little nervous to post it because i'm like oh my god is this outfit too revealing but i was wearing a full (laughs) body nude bodysuit yeah arms legs up to my neck every single inch of my body except my hands (laughs) were covered And my face. And I was nervous to post this because I was like, is this a little too scandalous? Well, it's supposed
1: to be like an optical illusion a little. It is, yeah.
0: A little bit of an illusion. So I
1: understand your hesitation, but the pictures, they were so good. We used my digital camera, which really just adds that, you know, extra
0: something. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Those early 2000s cameras. Is it from the early 2000s? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think like 2006. They probably still make point and shoot cameras like that. And I wonder if they make them I'm sure they make them like a little bit better now so we could yeah. probably we should get a new one okay and see if it still has we should spend seven hundred dollars <laughs> we would though i know for
1: content Us? yes for another
0: camera i'm like yes oh uh, yeah put it on the card yeah charge it <laughs> okay should we start talking about dating Okay. Again, let's get into it. <laughs> I was going to see if I could do the intro music, but I have I don't know what it sounds like. Wait, it's so funny because I just know for a fact that actually I don't know for a fact, but I would be willing to guess that we don't. I was going to say practically no. zero of my friends listen to this podcast. <laughs> (laughs) Like, I probably have, like, 10 friends that actually listen to this, and everyone else is, like, a stranger. I don't know. Wait, facts. I don't know. I could be wrong, and I I don't blame them for it, because this Podcast fits a certain niche, mm-hmm. and if you're my friend, that doesn't necessarily mean that you like this genre of podcast. Yeah, no, I feel that because all the podcasts that I listen to, too, like they're not out here listening to them. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just not an insult if your friends don't happen. to Yeah, it's like yeah. if you don't like this podcast, like that's fine. Yeah, I like is it. Though? Is it though? I think it's more about like, do they want to listen to us talk?
1: I think that actually is the reason they would listen really, because they want to listen to us talk. Yeah, like, if I had two friends that had a podcast, I would listen just to, like, like, what's up? Like, what
0: are you thinking that day? I think I would listen. I would definitely listen at first. Like, in the beginning, I would totally support in, like, every episode. But then I think once it got rolling and it was like, oh, that's your career now. Yeah. It's, it's almost like if you had a friend. Let's say your best friend was an actor and they got a role on a show that you hated. Like, of mm-hmm. course, you, like, let's say your best friend is Marie Miranda Cosgrove and you watch iCarly mm-hmm. and then eventually you get to the point where you're like I don't like this show like the show is so long that it's like do you have to watch every single episode in order to still support your friend okay like true. I just don't like the show True, it's not a bad show I just don't like it
1: yeah okay Good so point. I feel like that could be why if you don't yeah if our friends don't, don't listen, listen we're not going to cut you out of our lives don't worry not that you would know that
0: because you're not <laughs> listening to us right now <laughs> but I have
1: zero resentment towards you
0: whatsoever yeah <laughs> just know that I know who listens to the podcast and know it's funny because I'll be talking to my friends and I'll like bring up something we talked about on the podcast and I'll be like not that you would know <laughs> they're like yeah I wouldn't so my friend, at least they own it at
1: least they own it yeah
0: true okay <clears throat> jump scare my friend and my boyfriend oh I was talking to them, and they're like, okay, I think we need to go on your podcast and do, like, this kind of bit. <laughs> and they were pitching me this whole, like, pitch they want to come on the podcast. And I was I was being attentive, and I was like, okay, yes, tell me more. Okay, I see. Okay, cool. And I was like, well, because... <laughs> Because you are so dedicated to coming on the show and passionate about the bit you're going to do, what would be your favorite episode that I've done so far? (laughs) What's your favorite episode of the show? Tell me. And what did we talk about on that episode? (laughs) Because I just know for a fact my friend has never listened. Yeah. And my boyfriend's listened to, like, three episodes probably. And I'm like, whatever. It's okay. We have our fans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, our real friends. And here's to my real friends. We see you. We hear you. So anyone that doesn't listen to this podcast, you're fake. <laughs> You're phony and I don't like you. Wait, you should clip that for a reel. Okay.
1: Because you know they're watching our reels. They're a quick little 10 seconds on Instagram.
0: That's so true. One of my friends, he's so sweet. He was like, oh my God, good job on the podcast. Like, it's awesome you're doing that. This is a friend that I'm just like friendly with him. I don't see him very often. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, thanks. And he goes, yeah, I don't listen to it. (laughs) I started cracking up and I was like, oh, thanks. And he was like, but I watch the reels on Instagram. Okay, and okay. they're great. And I
1: was like, that okay, counts. Thanks. The follow counts. Yeah. I was
0: like, all you need to do is like, subscribe, rate it five stars, and, you know, use the promo codes for the ads that we have when we have them. That is important when that yeah, time so comes. Yep. Whether you listen to this podcast or not, I don't really care. But please support the advertisers using my promo code like, subscribe, follow, and let it play in the background on silent. Yes.
1: That's all I
0: need from you. That. Okay. That's not that much. That.
1: Excellent. Excellent. And I'm saying this as if they're going to hear it. They will because you're going to clip it into a reel and they will hear it that way. I
0: should. Yes, I actually should make this into a reel. Okay. Side note about reels. I've been wanting to do that marketing thing where you purposely say something that's wrong or Mm -hmm. stupid so that people feel the need to comment and, you know, drill. Engage. I was going to say drill into you how stupid you are <laughs> and how dumb your content is, because any engagement is good engagement, baby. Keep the comments coming.
1: No press is bad press. Is that is that the <laughs> yeah. saying? Yeah. Kind of. Or all press is whatever. You know what I mean.
0: It's like the idea that Instagram and YouTube, like they don't know which comment is a hate comment and which comment is a support comment. So Got if you're it. commenting hate comments in your algorithm, those videos are gonna keep popping up to you. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna keep getting more views, you know? Right. Because people are engaging. Haters so like are that my motivators. Kind of I think Cardi B. Wait, was it Cardi B? Now I now I'm second guessing, but I feel like she was like in an award show and she was like to all my haters that hate listen to my videos, like you pay my bills or like something like that <laughs> so in her true. like in her like quirky like way of talking. Yeah yeah so anyway <laughs> enough about the haters if you listen to this podcast and you like it thank you five stars baby yeah if you're feeling very generous and have an extra minute please just give us five stars leave a rating subscribe on youtube whatever you can do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. would be great okay now should we talk about dating sure Ugh, okay <laughs> I'm, like, I know. I'm having so much fun talking about instagram and our viewers yeah
1: or lack thereof our
0: fake friends <laughs> Okay, which one should we start with? Speaking of friends. Okay. And real friends. That's from a Taylor Swift song, if you guys don't know. From the best album she has. Facts. Facts. My boyfriend said he would date his female friend if they were both single. 25 female, 27 male. This has been weighing on me for quite some time, and I feel like the relationship is suffering because I cannot get over the fact that he said this. Plus, I hate that he is friends with nearly all of his exes. Just to preface, he said they kissed and cuddled a few years ago, but that was it. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, oh, this is not an ex. This is a friend. Oh, okay. okay. I asked him about her, and this is exactly what he said, copy and pasted. I mean, she's one of my core-level homies straight up. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Core-level Core level homies straight up. C-L-H. S-U. Straight (laughs) up. Yeah. What a funny way to speak to your girlfriend. (laughs) Literally, your life partner is concerned about something, and you say, I mean, she's one of my core-level homies straight up. (laughs) Come again? Okay, to continue reading this message that he said. I am probably capable of dating her if we were simultaneously single or whatever, but neither of us would nuke and. ex... <laughs> this guy's so cool. (laughs) He thinks he's cool. (laughs) Would nuke an existing relationship for that since that's real trashy behavior. But I've known her for so long that she feels to me the way I feel about like his guy friend. Just a lifer in my life. I didn't tell you directly when I visited her and her boyfriend because I felt like it'd make you more nervous than it was worth. You should probably just meet them in person and know they are good and vibing people. Should I be worried or just chill? (laughs) I think he's got enough chill for all (laughs) Would this make you guys uneasy? I'm not sure if I'm being naive or not. I've been burned in the past. Guys have always told me, oh, don't worry about her or oh, she's just a friend. But that was never true. Mm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) He could have said this whole sentence or this whole paragraph and left out I am probably capable of dating her if we were simultaneously single or whatever. Or whatever. What was the point of that? What is What was the
1: point of that? In regards to if she should be worried, honestly, I don't think so. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Based on the way he seems to talk, I feel like he's kind of just dumb. (laughs) I'm actually... It could go either way for you. No,
0: you're right because he could just be dumb and she could have asked him the question in this way that's like, be honest with me. In any world, do you see like you ever dating her? Like, is there ever a possibility that you could possibly date her? And he's like, I mean, she's my really good friend. And like they say like marry your best friend. So like, (laughs) I guess, but I would never throw away my relationship for her. Maybe in some crazy universe if we were both single at the same time and i never met you and like blah 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 like sure maybe i would date her but i'm not like word vomit yeah like he doesn't realize like that, what he's saying it's like yeah how did you set it up yeah were you just like oh hey babe by the way how do you feel about tammy and then he's like oh tammy yeah, I could date her.
1: Right. If I was single and she was single. Did you and it's like what? did you lead the witness or did you
0: exactly ask like what you just said? Yes. Was it a leading question? That's a great yeah. point. That's a great point. <coughs> Objection. Was it a leading question? <laughs>
1: We're on our detective. Your honor wit- <laughs> We're on our law and order ish tonight.
0: Yes, we are. Yeah, no, I think
1: I think that's exactly it. I need we need to know how it was asked, because that's actually very important. Yes. I think so too. Was he backed up against a wall and he's like, Oh, um yeah, like I would date her in this crazy universe, like or oh yeah, like how do you feel about her? Actually yeah, I would date her. <laughs>
0: yes I agree with that alarming yeah he said they kissed and cuddled a few years ago but that was it yeah I feel like that's not I forgot about that but I don't think that's that crazy like who knows how old they were like a few years ago he's 27 now so that might have even been in college or a couple years after college where a lot of friend groups go through this time of like everyone kisses each other yeah and it really doesn't mean anything I do think that happens in a lot of friend groups I think really a good sign that he told her that Mm -hmm. like he could have not even told you that Mm -hmm. I almost feel like if he actually had feelings for her and he was scared to like let it slip to you that he could possibly like her he wouldn't have told you that he wouldn't have said it yeah yeah if he's lying to you about liking her why would he tell you the truth about kissing her he could have just kept it all a lie yeah That would have made his story stronger. So maybe he is a liar and dumb. Or maybe he's just dumb.
1: (laughs) Or maybe he's just a liar. Or maybe he is secretly in love with her. Right. right. How many options (laughs) do we have here?
0: Okay. What are we trying to prove? Um, (laughs) Right. So... No, I don't think he is. I, I kind of don't think he is. Like, yeah. would Would this make me happy to hear? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I would be very distraught. I would be hurt. I would be upset. But I also could recognize that if everything was perfect and wonderful in a relationship and you gave someone a leading question and they put their foot in their mouth and you perceived it in a certain way, like I could see people just making a mistake. Yeah. So I feel like everything else in the relationship has to be evaluated. Like if this is the only thing Mm -hmm. and she did give him a leading question, I might find a way to move past it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree. Because it kind of sounds like he just was like backed up against a wall a little bit. Like he almost like overcompensated with his words. Yes. You know, as to not really with the lawyer implicate himself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Should I go to law school? (laughs) Yes. A legal queen. (laughs) The only thing giving me pause.
1: What? Olivia Benson who?
0: Oh. oh. Fun fact Olivia Benson. Is she played by a woman with black hair? Yeah, it's like dark brown. Okay. She was my special guest at the 1989 tour in same. Philly. Oh my God, we oh were God. at the same concert. Yeah. Oh, we didn't know each other. well <laughs> We do now. We do now. Okay, the only thing giving me pause is the fact that he didn't tell her directly when he visited the friend and her boyfriend because he felt like it would make his girlfriend more nervous than it was worth. Another thing, I get people make mistakes and I get people learn as they move through relationships, but you shouldn't ever be lying or deceitful about your actions because you're scared that your partner is going to get upset and it's like not even worth them getting upset when it comes to something like this. So my example is like her feelings of being intimidated by girlfriends friends especially girlfriends that you've kissed or dated in the past are valid. Like she's allowed to have feelings. The answer to the feelings isn't lying, lying to her and not not being friends with them anymore. The answer to those feelings is to be completely open with her and bring her along, have her meet the friends, do everything you can to not make her feel that way anymore. Yeah. And to- show her that she doesn't have to feel this way. Cause
1: lying only builds the doubt. Exactly. And that's where you landed, sir. I think a lot of times, not just in romantic relationships, but in any close relationship, people lie or withhold information to protect the other person's feelings when it does the exact opposite.
0: That's such a good point.
1: And if it's someone you know you're going to have in your life for a long time, like eventually the truth will come out. Yeah. Or that information will come out, especially if it's like a big thing. So it's like you're only setting yourself up for just a longer, more heated conversation (laughs) the longer you wait. Yeah. And the more lies you spin, like, it's only going to get harder. The web of lies. The web of deceit. (laughs) And
0: she's the man when Viola says. Oh. Still never seen that movie. (laughs) Sorry. You are weaving a really, really tangled web. Like, really, really tangled. And then she goes, and honey, (laughs) you gotta stop. So that's the, that's the advice I have for today is to the boyfriend, you're weaving a web of lies. And honey, you got to stop. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I am on the boyfriend's side in this I for kind of some am t- reason. I kind of am too. And that never happened. <laughs> I know. It would make me so uncomfortable, but like, I, I don't know if I would immediately end my relationship over it. I wouldn't either. Like. It's not a relationship ending thing, in my opinion. Unless he like flirts with her in front of you and you had reason to suspect this. Like, what was the reason you asked him? Mm -hmm. Oh, how about your friend?
1: Like, have there been more lies? Right. You know, because that's important. Like, does he keep lying? Yeah. Because that shows his character, baby.
0: I just I'm dying to know what she asked him because I asked him about her. What did you ask? Yeah. How was it worded? What was your intention behind the words? I would think there's no way she didn't say, are you romantically interested in her? could you ever date her? Because if if you were asked like, oh, what about your friend this? I think the first sentence makes sense. I mean, she's one of my core level homies. And then out of absolutely nowhere, would you just be like, I'm probably incapable of dating her. What? Yeah, no. You'd have to be absurd to say that. Yeah.
1: Unprovoked. Absurdly dumb. Very, very true. She definitely led the witness.
0: So... Important to note.
1: I remember when we broke up. Did you needed <laughs>
0: one space? of the comments yeah. is. Quick question. How does the use of phrases like core level, homie, straight up make you feel about this man? Meaning, is he really worth this headache? That's you know what? true Maybe too. Maybe he's nice. Maybe he's nice. Okay. Mm. I don't know. The OP said to my knowledge he hasn't cheated or anything. I feel like I can trust him not to cheat, but that statement replays in my mind. Plus, him being friends with a bunch of his exes is also unsettling. That's Hmm. another issue. I don't know. I think if he has done nothing wrong other than he's friends with his exes in a healthy way and he's demonstrating that to you because you can see the friendship in front of your eyes and this is the only thing in your whole relationship that he did wrong, I think that you could possibly move past it. Yeah. If you can find it in your heart. Yeah.
1: I think it's a move pastable occurrence.
0: I agree. I was going to bang it too. (laughs) We reached for it at the same time my girlfriend ruined our date because someone gave her a dirty look i'm twenty-four male girlfriend twenty-four female i don't have loads of money at the moment so we went out for our only meal of the month today. on the way in the restaurant looks cool and has a cozy wood burner my girlfriend likes to take pics so she goes over to take a pic of the cozy area and a girl sitting there looks up and scowls Guessing she didn't want to be in the pick. Okay. We got shown to the table and my girlfriend is going off, talking about the other girl, called her a fat bitch, etc. I'm kind of saying this is our one meal out a month, but she's still mad. I'm trying to pick the mood up so we can have a good day, but she's still mad. She tells me that she needs to feel her emotions and that I'm showing toxic positivity by trying to get her to move on from it too quickly and that she needs to be left to feel this stuff before bouncing back and continuing the good time. But my opinion is why let something small like that affect our limited time together. She was mad throughout the rest of the meal and refused to eat her food while I'm worked up thinking that her needing to feel these emotions has basically fricked up my time out and that's not cool. Her telling me she needs to feel what she's feeling and her feeling that I haven't allowed that to happen is a common theme in our relationship, whereas I think, why are you getting mad over these small things? I'd be much more understanding if it was something major, but why not brush off the small shit, right? Currently sat in the car with her refusing to leave the restaurant saying she want someone else to drive her home instead. What do I do?
1: Wow, over a scowl. <laughs> if I had a dime for every time I took a picture in a
0: restaurant and someone scowled at me, I'd be a millionaire. Or just every time somebody's looked at you and like yeah. you've perceived it as a dirty look.
1: Yeah. It could have not even been towards her. Yeah, maybe she has resting bitch face. The best of us do.
0: <laughs> no, also, I also like. Yeah, why would yeah. it even matter? Like, okay, a girl gave you a dirty look, and it also sounds like
1: she's being like over therapized. The way she was like, "You have to let me feel my feelings," and toxic positivity. I'm like, maybe you should stop going to therapy. It sounds like you're. That's or like, start. that's like therapy talk almost.
0: I feel like it's therapy talk that she heard through a different source. Yeah. Because I feel like when it comes to feeling your feelings, like, I guess I've heard this... I, I've heard this phrase that's like, if you had $10,000 and somebody stole one, would you throw away the other 10000 because somebody stole one and you'd be like of course not Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay well if someone was mean to you for one minute would you be unhappy for the next nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine minutes because one person was mean to you for one minute Wow. and I yeah like I get that sometimes it takes a while to let go of an emotion because there's definitely been times where I've gotten annoyed because of something somebody did to me and for some reason like I cannot shake it like the entire day I'm in a bad mood same Typically, it's not because of a stranger, though. Yeah, maybe she was already in a bad mood from something. Yeah. And this is her scapegoat. And I feel like if she's getting mad... At the things, I guess, like this is the way that I'm looking at it. Like, if you're getting upset over things that are within your relationships, within your friendships, within your life, those are things that you can kind of control because you can control who you're in relationships with, who you're in friendships with, the way that you act, but you can't control what other people do. Yeah. So, to live your life getting so mad and upset and ruining your entire day every time a stranger or anyone in the world does something negative to you or that you perceive as negative you're just going to ruin your whole day to live your life like that is so draining and it's a waste of time yeah why are you getting so mad over things that you can't control and then blaming it on i need to feel my feelings and toxic positivity it's like i could be so wrong about this but i feel like sometimes you just shouldn't let these feelings take over you like if you can
1: it's is so hard though because how do you not like today this happened to me and this happens to me a lot where I need to get better about it. It doesn't ruin my whole day, but it'll like affect me for like a couple hours, which is still a waste of time. But like I'll be walking on these city streets and today I almost got like, not run over, but it was at a four way stop and I was crossing and the car just kept like inching forward when I was clearly like in front of it. And I'm like, I literally out loud was like, just run me over that. <laughs> and they definitely like heard me or like saw my mouth like move. It. And then I was on my way to a coffee shop. So like I, I like sat at the coffee shop and I was still like I was mad for like a good half an hour over it. And I'm just like they were probably late for work or probably just an a-hole, honestly, mm-hmm. and don't care about pedestrians. But like, why am I letting that affect me? Because they clearly don't give a crap
0: and they're just going to keep on moving. <laughs> Yeah, it's like weird because... I don't want to say her feelings aren't valid because you can feel whatever you want to feel, but I guess the situation is, like, that could have hurt you. Like, that could have affected your life.
1: So maybe that's about... I'm just saying, like, even when I'm walking on the sidewalk and someone... This happens also a lot where someone's, like, um, with a stroller and their baby or even with, like, a dog and they just, like, have no sidewalk courtesy and they Mm -hmm. take over the whole thing. And I'm like, you're right. Because you have a child, I'm expected to, like, go around (laughs) and... Or like you have a dog, I'm expected to go around the dog and it's just like that does bother me. Like I like will walk, go on walks and I'm just annoyed by those things instead of uh, enjoying the beautiful nature, enjoying the podcast I'm listening to. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like it's hard to not let those really little
0: things get to you. No, you're right. But we all have to try a little harder. I do think. Yeah, that's one. It's like you kind of have to try a little harder and like reframe it in your mind. But then I also just think that there's a spectrum of people And we all know people that are so positive all the time and would never let that get to them. Yeah. And then we know people in the middle that sometimes that would annoy them, but sometimes it wouldn't. And they can kind of recognize it for what it is and be like, oh, you know, whatever. I can't control it. It's annoying, but I'm not going to think about it for the rest of the day. And then we know people that are maybe more on the negative side and they're almost looking for things to upset them and dwell on. And they love dwelling on drama. and like sitting in their negative feelings. Mm. And I don't know where it comes from, but I just think of this like one Taylor Swift song where she says, so I start a fight because I need to feel something. Mm. And it's like, is this girl just like so bored and unhappy in her life that the only thing that's giving her like entertainment is dwelling on these like negative feelings and like that bitch is like making fun of me and like looked at me wrong. Like, yeah, maybe she is just bored. I I honestly feel like that shows that there's something deeper going on, like yeah. if you're getting that mad all the time, like it's not like this is a one time thing, right? He said it's every time they're together, and yeah. she's always like this, and it's a recurring theme that she needs to feel her feelings, and he's not letting her. I kind of feel like maybe these two people aren't compatible, yeah. Ugh, maybe. I hate saying that because it's so, like, I don't know, just such a, like a uh, well, you're not compatible, so you're done. It's like easier said than done, right. But I wouldn't be able to live my life like that.
1: No, that's such a miserable way. Like when I get mad on these sidewalks, when these sidewalk situations happen, it only really affects me. Like if I'm mad for an hour and I'm just like working on my laptop, like not talking to anyone, that is only affects me. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're this girl and you know you're sitting at a nice dinner for the next two and a half hours and you're like projecting your anger onto your boyfriend, like I just that's a new level where, you know, you're impacting someone else's mood and you continue to do it all the time like you just want this other person to be miserable with you
0: yeah it's hard too because like yeah everyone gets annoyed and then she's ranting to her boyfriend like about something so minuscule too (laughs) i know that see that's why i'm like i feel bad saying it's not valid because it's like we are so accustomed to being like your feelings are valid your feelings are valid like are there feelings that aren't valid like I don't know Mm -hmm. maybe and I kind of feel like getting that irrationally mad shows that there's something else going on and like maybe the underlying reason is what's valid and where the validity comes from but then it's almost like manifesting as getting mad at these little things like what you're saying about like walking down a street and someone's walking slow in front of you like maybe that's like I, I just feel like if that happened once you'd be like okay that's weird but then when it happens all the time you're like almost like losing faith in society that yeah. like nobody has like spatial awareness or like yeah. common courtesy the root of the problem is like humanity is losing common courtesy and like that can make you spiral so like if you think deeper into it it's probably not just this one time you had to walk around someone's dog but it's like the buildup of things right and that's so true. It's, like, when you dwell on it. Like, and I almost feel like with her, she can't even shake it when she's with her boyfriend. Like, many times it's your partner that, like, gets you out of that. Yeah. So it's, like, why can't she even shake it when it's you? And now I feel like this is all me just spiraling and making assumptions. I could be completely wrong. But I feel like I think now right. <laughs> she's gaining, like, resentment towards him. Mm-hmm. So now when she's mad, in the back of her mind, she's like, well, freaking my boyfriend isn't even gonna support me and you know, be on my side, and he's going to tell me to get over it, and I don't want to get over it because he's annoying, and he doesn't let me feel what I want to feel. So now she's annoyed because of this stupid thing that happened and she's double annoyed because you're telling her to get over it and I don't think he's like necessarily wrong in telling her to get over it but maybe it just happened like one too many times and like five minutes too quickly or 10 minutes too quickly and it's forming internalized resentment inside of her and it's just like building and building and building and that's just what I see from the outside and like they need to have a conversation about it yeah I agree it's totally a case of internalized resentment. Yes. Internalized resentment is a crazy thing. Can we talk? About- Can we? I feel like I could talk for seven hours Same. straight about it. Without prepping notes first. <laughs> I think it's one of the biggest problems that we have, like, as humans in yeah. our life and, like, relationships. And I feel like if we were able to more easily recognize it and stop doing it, everyone would be so much happier. I know. Do you have any thoughts? <sighs> do you want to take it first?
1: No. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I just, I don't. Like, how do you not have resentment <laughs> towards certain people in your life? I
0: I really feel like it is from open and honest communication. Like, that is something that has helped me so much. Like, okay, here's a perfect example. In my first relationship, which was so long ago, like years and years, I would just assume that this person could read my mind. Mm -hmm. And I would, like, make plans in my head. And then when they didn't adhere to them or when they did something that didn't fit my plan, I would get annoyed. And they'd be like, well, why are you doing that? Because of this. And they'd be like, okay, I didn't know that, you know, and that person wasn't a great communicator at the time either. So it was like double bad. Yeah. Not that the whole thing was bad. It just happened on like random occasions. But I just remember specific times Where this person would do something, and this was like, towards the end when, like, I knew it was going to end soon, so it was even worse, Mm -hmm. but there was a specific day that they did something that made me so mad, and I guess I'll just say what it is so I'm not, like, beating around the bush. Yeah. I feel bad, like, talking about my real relationships in such detail because I don't, like, I want to maintain that person's privacy, but, like, also nobody knows who my first relationship was. Right. So, whatever. But I went over their house and I had to drive kind of far to get to their house on this day. And when I got there, they told me, oh, well, I have to work today for like X amount of hours. And I was like, OK, why didn't you tell me that? Because if I knew you were going to be working, I would have either just come after you were done working or I would have come on a different day. Yeah. Like, Why am I even here? So then I was alone and then they wanted to go do a certain activity with their friends. And so they went and did the activity, and I sat there alone because I didn't partake in the like sport that they were playing. And then the person went to work, and then I was alone again. And then when they were done work, they went and did the same fun activity with their friend that I didn't partake in. And I was livid. Yeah. I would, and like, it's like time heals all. This is something that. If I, I'm thinking about it now and I'm getting annoyed. Yeah. I'm like, where do you get off? Like, being that fucking like oblivious, Mm -hmm. like, do you not give a shit about me at all? And I know that's not what it is, but in my mind, I start spiraling and I'm like, you're so fucking rude. You don't think about anyone but yourself. Like, why are you doing this? Why do you think this is quality time? Mm -hmm. Like, this is so rude. I would never invite someone over. And then my version of hanging out with them would be, I'm going to do the activity with my, I'm going to play pickleball with my friends while you sit on the sideline and watch. Yeah. And then I'm going to go work for five hours while you sit there alone. And then after I'm done working, I'm going to go back to the pickleball court and play for two more hours while you sit alone. And then we can dilly-dally and do whatever the fuck after I shower. Oof. I was
1: fuming. I feel for you. I've had versions of that happen to me, and I feel for you.
0: But, like... I didn't say it in the moment. Yeah. And I formed so much resentment. It still lives in me. It's coming out right now. Like, I can feel it. I was going to say, do you still feel resentful towards that guy for that? When I think so overall, if you just ask me like, oh, what do you think about this person, this relationship? I say, oh, they're a nice person. They're a great person. I have nothing bad to say about them. Like, overall, we had a great time. And for what it was, a young, like two young people in a relationship, it was good for what it was. And then it ran its course. At the end, like there was definitely a lot of things. I it's it wasn't toxic, but it was not healthy or positive. Mm -hmm. It was just like dumb. Like, why are we doing this? At the end, so that's how I would say it overall. But then, if I like dig deeper and and I think about all the things that made us incompatible and all the things, especially in the last six months of it, that drove me up a fucking wall and were the reasons why we weren't compatible and were the reasons why we broke up, I could spiral and be like, "You're an idiot." You're blah blah, yeah. but like overall, I'm like, "You're not an idiot. We were just." kids and like didn't know how to communicate and we were immature and like we just weren't compatible yeah and I wish you all the best now and like I hope that he's like so happy and thriving but like these certain things I'm like yeah that was a fucking dickhead move but I'm sure he has things that he could say about me that were like that was rude of her and she made all these mistakes as well so like I think we were both at fault, but that was just one specific example of internalized resentment that I'm like, I should have said that because then I was, I didn't talk to him. the Mm -hmm. entire I was staying over his house. I did not speak to him. I was on my phone. I went to bed early and I was like, I don't even want to look you in the eye. And how do you, and in my mind, I'm like, how do you not know why? Like, how do you not recognize what is wrong here? And why aren't you doing anything to fix it? And the reason why is because He made a mistake and he did something rude that really fucking pissed me off and offended me and I didn't even tell him. And I'm not saying it was my fault, but if I just said to him, like, are you serious? Like, well, no, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe he would have been like, I kind of forget. Like, maybe I did say something like, oh, are you really going to go play pickleball again? It wasn't pickleball, but like, what doesn't matter? Right. I'm like, you're not going to like, you just got off work. Like, you're going to go right back to the pickleball court. Right. And he was like, actually, I I." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Just to make the story worse, I remember that when he was getting ready to go to the pickleball court, the hypothetical pickleball court I was also getting ready because I'm like oh I'll go with you like whatever I'll just sit on the sidelines while you and your friends play he left without me Oh, he went see? to the court without me with his friends I would still have resentment too I was <laughs> fucking livid it? it was the yeah. relationship ended like so soon after that yeah because that's but I'm like I should have talked about that and it just kept building and building and building I should have broken up with him that night honestly and my resentment would have been gone Is but I it... just like
1: kept going is it you shouldn't have, you should have talked to him or he just shouldn't have done that It's it, both is it the chicken or the egg? <laughs> I feel like it's both. Yeah, it's a little bit of both.
0: I guess, like, the reason why I think I should have done something more is, like, no, he shouldn't have done that. But me just, like, shutting down and not talking to him was never going to solve the problem. And it was never going to show that I'm not okay with being treated this way. And in a way, like, maybe he's just dumb. I don't even think he thought he did anything wrong. Yeah. Like, he thought that what he did was fine. And I was just okay with that. Mm-hmm. We need to show people how they should treat us. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes they should just know. But sometimes you have to tell them, like, I'm not okay with being treated this way. Right. And this is why. And, like, these are the exact things that you did that should never have happened and should never happen again. Or we're done.
1: Yeah. It's wild how you can go five, six, seven years past something. But, like, when you sit and, like, something just pops into your brain. Yeah. It's like, wow, I'm, like, still feeling that anger that I felt in that moment. Yeah. And I should, like, how as humans do we evolve past (laughs) feeling resentful? I I do. because like I don't know that happens to me not a lot but you know those nights where you're like just spiraling about everything and then you're like your brain is like I'm gonna actually have you think about this other thing that happened like eight years ago <laughs> let's spiral about that now
0: I don't know because like in a way it's not always bad like sometimes I think about like you know those memes that's like oh I sit around with my high school friends and we talk about the same drama yeah. like every single time <laughs> there is this one story and like from Group drama that me and my two best friends from grade school, but the drama happened in high school. We talk about that all the time (laughs) and we retell the story, we rehash it. We're like, Oh my god, but do you remember this? Do you remember this? It is so much fun. Like, I don't, I mean, okay, I'm saying all the time as if we talk about it every day, a couple times a year. Yeah, like I don't know, but it's just so entertaining. It's like the art of storytelling, like you tell yourself these stories over and over again, and that's why like stories are entertaining and like movies and books and stories like make you feel something like, it's just like, a
1: story but that's not resentment though like that's not keeping you up at night is that story from high school keeping you up it's at not night? keeping
0: me up <laughs> at night but I could st- like I guess my point is I could get into the feeling mm-hmm. that I felt during that time because I'm like retelling myself all the memories and all the stories and like just rehashing it so many times that I'm like yeah I'm living it again it like I just feel like like when you tell yourself the stories, you're like reliving it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I, like I still feel like though that's different than okay feeling resentful. I'll use the resentment example that I just that I just used. I guess. Yeah. Um, like, but that doesn't keep me up at night though. No, but
1: like it's not. It's not... <laughs> I promise it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should we look up the formal definition of resentment? Yes. Because now I'm kind of like I just want to get this right. Even okay, though I'll let you do it. We know. Yeah. Okay. Bitter is yeah. a synonym. You're bitter over being treated unfairly.
0: OK, I. Bitter is a great word. Yes. My high school story. There are people in that story that I was bitter towards because like they bullied me and like the things that they a- the ways that they acted around me. I am bitter towards them.
1: But do you have an underlying sense of feeling mistreated or wrong? <laughs>
0: Yes, that's why
1: I'm retelling the story all the time. That's why it's entertaining. What does God say about resentment? The Bible would love
0: to fucking know.
1: (laughs) The Bible warns: resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Say that again, but
1: slower. Resentment Resentment kills a fool. And envy slays the
0: simple. Not entirely clear. (laughs) Not entirely clear. (laughs) Envy Envy slays the simple. (laughs) And God said this. (laughs) Job. The book of Job. Okay. Can you
1: resent someone you love? Google asks. Of course. Oh, many people not me like Uh (laughs) feeling emo over resentment many people are resentful or angry only in love only those we love can remind us that we may be unlovable
0: (laughs) okay I just don't know if I agree with that (laughs) only the ones we love can remind us that we're unlovable I think it's like there's a thin line between
1: love and hate kind of a thing okay what emotion is behind resentment it's complex and multi-layered but it's a mixture of disappointment disgust and anger
0: i mean i would definitely say that about (laughs) the resentful story that i have about
1: this person this person this person how does god want us to deal with resentment repent (laughs) (laughs) not
0: me continually bringing up god yeah wait keep reading i want to know what envy slays the simple means since resentment i'm picturing a tiktok being like envy slays 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 like isn't that a good thing sorry go on
1: um since resentment is so deeply rooted (laughs) we need supernatural power to remove it we can't do this ourselves we need god's help and we must choose to forgive i really feel like that is like the moral but we never let it go Band-aids don't fix bullet holes. Oh, I really feel like forgiveness is always just the moral of any story. Like, forgiveness is so powerful, you guys.
0: It's weird, though, because, like, that story, the pickleball story, the infamous pickleball incident. It's not that I haven't forgiven him. Because, like, what is forgiveness? For- Should I look up that <laughs> Yeah, look it up. <laughs> forgiveness is for ourselves, right? Yeah. So overall like I've gotten over this like I do not think about this person very often. I think about him if we're having like discussions about relationship topics if a story is relevant but I don't think about him. It doesn't keep me up at night and overall I have good memories of this person. If somebody told me like oh they're deeply sad I'd be like oh that fucking sucks. Yeah. I really want them to be happy like they should be happy like I hope that they find happiness and I really mean that. Yeah. But at the same time if I dwell and like remember and dig deep into my memory and like tell myself this story I can relive it and I can feel the resentment that I felt in the moment is that because like not enough time has felt or not enough time has passed or is it because like maybe there is a part of me that hasn't forgiven him but like I don't know forgiveness is the word I just feel like as time goes on it's almost like you forget how intense it was Mm -hmm. and that's why you no longer care about it yeah and you have all These other stories and experiences that are just more entertaining to tell yourself. Yeah. And I kind of feel like back to the original story, it's like this girl, she doesn't have anything better to tell herself. She doesn't have any other exciting story to take up her mind and entertain her. Right. Other than that girl glared at me near the cozy corner. She And that's kind of
1: sad. She needs more resent more reasons to be resentful. (laughs) Yeah. Is my advice. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, Wait, what's right. forgiveness? What's the definition
1: of forgiveness? It was um, the act of letting go of anger and resentment.
0: <laughs> so they're using but, like, words hard.
1: to define other words.
0: Okay, here's my question If you watch a movie and. It's really compelling and you fall in love with the character or like it's one of those movies where you see yourself as the main character and you're like, yes, I've been there. I felt that. And you're feeling these feelings like you're literally sad when they're sad. You're mad when they're mad. What's the difference between that? And then me thinking back to this memory that I really don't think about that often, but when I do, I retell myself the story in the way that a movie or a book tells you a story, and you're like, yeah, F him, F him, and then you work yourself up in the same way you work yourself up when you're watching a movie or a show, and then you're like, eh, whatever, it's over, the movie's over, I'm done. Like, what's the difference between those two things? Well, that's not your actual... Like, you can separate yourself from what's
1: happening on a show because it's not your life. But when you feel those feelings from what you felt with your ex, like, that literally happened to you. So... Right. You remember what it felt like to be in that exact moment.
0: But, like, aren't you feeling resentful when I'm telling... Like, aren't you getting angry when I'm telling you this story? Like... In a way. Secondhand, yeah. Okay. But I don't... You can't feel
1: resent... I don't think you can feel resentment yeah, for something right. that didn't happen to okay, you. Okay,
0: I, I agree with that. I can yeah. feel yeah, like I think am I making sense? Yeah, it's like I'm mad for you. But yeah. Yeah, it's like if, if your friend did something shitty to you, I would be mad at them, but I wouldn't be resent resentful towards them. But in a way, it's like I feel like resentment is something that builds over time. Like angry is something you feel like in the moment it happened five minutes ago, I get angry. Like yeah. I get mad. But I get resentful if it's something that happens like over time and it builds and I don't talk about it.
1: I yeah, but I still don't think that happens towards people. People in your life in a way
0: i just okay yeah yeah maybe it's not resentment like because i'm thinking like let's say you had an ex and they were toxic and then every three months they slid into your dms and you kept telling me about all these shitty things they do and all i hear about this person is how terrible they are mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah they're fucking annoying but i can't convince you to stop talking to them and then finally i meet them in person i'm like oh you're the infamous Jacob, and I'm like, I hate Jacob. you, and they're like, Why do you hate him? And I'm like, I i resent him, I hate him. I
1: still, I, I don't, it's think not resentment. I, I feel like it's not, I feel like it's anger, right? It's in anger. a way. I think,
0: yeah, you might be right. I think so too, because, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, I guess it isn't resentment, like resentment is like your own thing, yeah, not what you feel for someone else, yeah, yeah, okay, it's biblical, okay, it goes back to God. <laughs> Wait, I love that it just like brings God into it, it's I like, that was so random. <laughs> I think what those things meant, though, that like, what was it? That resentment slays the fool. No,
1: resentment slays or or resentment
0: kills the fool. Kills the fool. Envy Envy slays slays the simple. simple. I feel like those mean that like not us dissecting Job. Chapter Five. I really feel like that means. Wait, so
1: what was the first one? Resentment kills the fool. Resentment
0: kills the fool. That means that if you have resentment, you are a fool. Like if you let if you let resentment kill you, you're a fool. Yeah. And then if you let envy slay you, you're simple. That's what I think that means. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like if you're not some basic bitch envy's not going to kill you. And if you're not a fool, resentment's not going to slay you. I think that's what it means. So they're saying don't be a fool and don't let resentment kill you and don't be a simple basic bitch and don't let envy kill yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm Which aligned. I think I agree with. I agree with that.
1: I think those are two very dangerous emotions to play with
0: when you're envious, <laughs> when you're resentful. So true. And I kind of feel like sometimes they come hand in hand. Uh, yeah. Hence the verse. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I'm like, guys, have you ever considered that they could be one in the same? And it's like yes, since literally before Christ, we've known this. <laughs> Actually, I don't know when the Book of Job was, you know, that published was... by Simon and Schuster. <laughs> Sorry, not Simon it. and Schuster.
1: I'm losing it. Not
0: King James. Okay, um, so so have I... I forgiven this guy? Then that's my
1: question. I, I don't it back know to our lives because there are definitely. See, this is my like. This is where like. I am resentful of situations, not necessarily the person. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I feel like that's. But how. sometimes it gets complicated. Right. Sometimes, you know, because it's yes. like, how can you not then be resentful of just like who this person is? Mm-hmm. But it's hard to let go of like things they've done, even if they've evolved and grown and don't do those things to you anymore. Yeah. That's a tough one.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's how we grow. I think for me, my resentment comes when my mind tells me things but then I don't act on them out loud. Mm -hmm. An example would be let's say you have a roommate and every day they leave their dirty dish in the sink and maybe you ask them to clean the sink out one time every day since then the dish is in the sink but you don't bring it up again so then you go downstairs the next day day two and it's there and you're like okay that's annoying but you don't say anything. Day three you go down you're like that's fucking annoying. Day four by day ten you're so mad you're like are you kidding me? This dish is yeah. still in the sink and it's now resentment, but you didn't say it out loud. So I feel like that may be the difference, at least for me in how I build resentment. And like, another thing is like when your mind just tells you stories that nobody else is saying. So like, let's say every day you go the extra mile and you clean your entire kitchen maybe the first day goes by and you're like I'm happy to do it and then like a week goes by of living together and you're like okay like I'm fine with it and then like a month or two goes by and your roommates have never acknowledged it and then in your mind you're like they're ungrateful like I don't even have to do this like nobody even notices that I clean it like they don't even care about me like they nobody does their part like I'm the only one that cleans and it's like you're the only one telling you that like no one else said that you're making up the fact that nobody notices nobody cares nobody appreciates it did they tell you that right no they didn't you're just creating that fake memory you're creating resentment in your mind because it's what your mind is telling yourself you're making this up and now you're mad at everyone for what because they didn't outwardly tell you that they didn't appreciate it like every single time you did it so now you're assuming that nobody ever notices any good thing you do ever and like we all do that Right. So, like, I don't know. I really do think it it comes with communication because if you just said to your roommates, hey, guys, like, I do clean the kitchen every day. Like, is that something that I could get help with or... Do you think I need to do that every day? Like, is it making a difference? Like, I know mm-hmm. that's like a dumbass thing to say to your roommate. No. But I'm sure that your roommate, if they were a nice person or a good friend, they would be like, oh my God, of course I noticed. Like, I'm sorry I don't thank you more. That would be like a healthy communication that would happen. Like,
1: but that's why people don't, that's why resentment builds and anger builds and these emotions fester for years because people don't communicate. Exactly. Because they're either afraid of conflict or they're too proud to say something. I, I agree. Ego gets in the way. Facts. So we're doomed.
0: no but I really feel like you have to do it like you have to say it out loud and I feel myself doing it like I feel myself almost doing this but I'm like a lot yeah I'm really trying to be more open about it and not let it happen an example is I was talking to my boyfriend and I told him this story about something I did in the past I was really excited about it but I guess I just like brought up the story out of nowhere Mm -hmm. so then his response wasn't as excited as I wanted it to be and I was like like upset over the lack of excitement is in his response. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, wait, I'm sad about your response. Like I was thinking you would be more excited or more interested or something like that. And he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I just didn't think that's what you were going to say. Like I that like was so surprising. And I was like, oh, but do you think it's cool? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's just so random. Like, oh, my God. Like, I just didn't think you were going to say that. Like, we were just having this conversation. Yeah. And then, like, literally, like, five to ten minutes later, like, it got, the conversation, like, kept flowing. And I was like, wait, I really need to talk about this. Like, your response is really upsetting me. Like, I am I'm so irrationally upset about your response. Good. And I really was expecting you to be more, like, excited. And he was like, okay, like, I'm sorry. And I was like, I'm sorry that I'm bringing this up. Like, I feel like this is so annoying and like weird to bring up. But I would rather I literally said this out loud. I was like, I would rather talk about this now than continue to dwell on it and create internalized resentment that's going to come out later in me like being rude to you or ignoring you at a later date. Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. And then we talked about it and it was fine. And I did not feel any resentment after it. Yeah. Ever. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I learned. Yeah. I was like, I learned one thing in my last relationship. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because I just know for a fact if I didn't mention that. On that day, at that time, I'd be sitting here right now, being like, yeah. he should have been more excited." I think, and it's like, yeah, he just like I don't know. He it's just a random conversation.
1: It isn't that deep, right? I think sometimes we, like, move on too fast from things and we don't, we say in the moment, oh, yeah, like, I'm over it or, like, this happens to me quite a lot. If I get into an argument with someone and then we, like, resolve it that same day or whatever, for me, it's actually not resolved. Like, I need time. I need, Mm -hmm. like, reflecting time and I'll be, like, two months later, I'm like, wait, I'm like, I think I'm still mad about that thing, but, like, I have plans with that person tonight and I just know I'm going to be such an (gasps) a-hole. And that's just not (laughs) fair. (laughs) That's not fair to them. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it can be hard to, you don't want to be like the person that's always just like rehashing and like always trying to start drama or something. But it's like, you're right. You need to just be honest about those emotions. Otherwise, you pretend you're over something. Two years later, you're actually not.
0: Yeah. I wish I could think of an example of an argument that I didn't get, because that thing that I just mentioned was just a conversation. It wasn't an argument. I can't think of a specific thing like that in my life, but I'm sure it's happened. Honestly, the pickleball thing would have been would have been that. I think that relationship lasted for a month, maybe five weeks. There's maybe five weeks left after that. Yeah. And I was probably fuming about that pickleball thing for every single day of the five weeks. Yeah. And I probably was like, whatever, I'm over it. But it's like, no, you weren't. I'm trying to be
1: better about that in general.
0: Yeah. But I don't really get into fights. I don't really that doesn't happen a lot. (laughs) I feel like now I don't even remember the last time I had like like, an actual argument with someone other than my sister. Yeah, yeah. I don't even argue with my parents or, like, anyone else. Yeah. My sister and I argue, but that's normal. That's, yeah. But... I hate arguing, actually. It's so annoying when couples argue nonstop. I'm like, how do you live like this? Right. I don't get it. I couldn't. I can't. I
1: think some people are drawn to that, though. Oh,
0: I agree. I think emotionally immature people are drawn to it because it's drama. It's literally a Taylor song. Mm -hmm. I start a fight because I need to feel something. They're so... bored what song is it yeah what a pretty oh, oh cold is you cold as you see i don't know a lot of debut songs okay i'll listen to that though see debut is like it's a little bit immature like because she was such a child when she wrote it but there are some songs that really slap like cold as you mm-hmm. is so good mm-hmm. and the bridge is you never did give a damn thing honey but i cried for you and you wouldn't adore nobody if i died for i know you wouldn't adore nobody if i died for you wow cold as you is so good and then of course course i certify because i need to feel something and you do what you want because i'm not what you wanted oh. oh what a shame what a pretty ending given to a perfect day so good she was Damn. 12
1: yeah <laughs> i can't i can't so good it always and comes back to taylor tied
0: together with a smile is another That's good one. one so good anyway Tied. yeah Tied. literally because Taylor Swift raised me yeah <laughs> from when I was in seventh grade right I think that I think we cracked it I think we really did <laughs> you said you wanted to be groundbreaking I kind of feel like this was I, yes who was talking about internalized resentment other than us no one no other podcast <laughs> does a whole
1: segment on this that's a whole 60 minutes <laughs> we're just emotionally complex girlies
0: yeah that's just like what I think about growth like do you ever like look back on your life and you're like yeah I've become I'm a better person like I'm a better version of myself that's like the only thing I have (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) not the only thing but that's like my biggest thing and I'm still not out of it yet yeah you know I'm still going up the ladder of leaving my internalized resentment habits at the ground but like I've at least gotten to rung three on the ladder okay yeah that's great yeah my first relationship I was below ground (laughs) yeah big steps big steps right okay do we do one more story yeah. Okay. Eep. My girlfriend referred to her colleague as her work husband. Am I crazy for thinking of ending things over this? 21 male and 21 female. Oh, they're youngsters. Yeah, they are. Wow, she already (laughs) has colleagues at 21? God dang. (laughs) We have been together for about a year and things were casual at the start but progressed into a relationship. When we were drunk the other night, she referred to her colleague as a work husband and I went quiet for a bit, which she picked up on and then asked if I was okay. I explained I didn't like it, and I asked how she'd felt if I called someone my work wife, to which she said she'd be upset. Wow, they really talked about this honestly. Mm -hmm. She basically cried for the rest of the night and kept apologizing to me, but I just haven't been able to see her the same, so I've been considering ending things. Is this just my insecurity leaking through or is this valid? Mm. Wait, sorry, can you repeat what made
1: before her insecurity seep through? The sentence before.
0: So, the OP is the boyfriend. Okay. And she basically cried for The rest of the night and kept apologizing to me, but I haven't been able to see her the same. So I've been considering ending things. I feel like I missed something. (laughs) So she called her colleague a work husband while they were together and they were drinking. OK. So she's like, oh, my God, Jimmy, he's my work husband. Okay. And he was like, oh, that upset me. Like, I don't I didn't like that. How would you feel if I said someone's my work wife? And the girlfriend said, I wouldn't like it. I'd be upset. And then she cried over that. I could see a 21 year old girl yeah, okay. who just upset her boyfriend, but she didn't mean to. And she's like, did I just fuck everything up?
1: Mm, OK. Crying.
0: Yes, yes, I see. I see. And he wants to end it. He can't see her the same now, so he's thinking about ending it over this.
1: Honestly, though, if they were older... I could I think there'd be a little bit more validity to the story in general.
0: Yeah. Like she's 21 being like, if she said my work boyfriend, I'd be like, okay, Yeah. Yeah. A boyfriend. Yes. Exactly. But a husband, it's like, how old is this guy? Is he like 45? Right. Is he 85?
1: Is he the her boss? Ooh, (laughs) if he's her boss, (laughs) you
0: know what? I might just end it. Yeah. (laughs) No.
1: No. Yeah. But when you're older, I think there's more weight to words like that when Mm -hmm. you're 21 they're just getting into the working world probably and they just are
0: excited to use all of these terms like work wife. Wait. uh. (laughs) I kind of agree with you and I was gonna say that because I hate the term work wife work husband aaron and i had a full discussion about this on a very early episode from almost a year ago probably and i was like i hate it i think there's no reason for it you don't need to say it it's no. unnecessary it's completely unnecessary it's inappropriate and I, yeah, yeah i think especially like if you're single and it's two single people and they flirt at work sure call them your work husband if you're married you mm. should not be having a work husband work wife like that's just crazy. red flag for sure I agree. I had a job when I was in high school and there was a girl older than me and she was definitely like the type of girl that just turned like 21 or 22 and was like really excited about it. She had a boyfriend like she was really excited about the boyfriend I could tell. I didn't really think about that at the time like at the time when I was in high school I was just like oh yeah she's so nice she's so cool but looking back I'm like oh yeah I think she was just like excited to be in the real world and like have this new relationship and like whatever. I remember she used the word work husband Mm. And she used it in, like, such, like, a lighthearted, like, goofy way. Like, oh, I tell my boyfriend all the time. Like, he's my work husband. Like, they know each other. they thi-. And, like, looking back now, I'm like, that was so innocent because mm-hmm. at work they barely talked. Mm, like, yeah. sh- it was so... Just, like, exactly what you just said. Like, someone who's just, like, excited about being an adult and, like, excited to use the word work husband. Yes. So I feel like that's kind of the case here.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say the same if they were in their late, even, like, mid-late 20s. Yeah. It gets a little murky.
0: But I also kind of think that regardless of age, if you use this term one time and there's no weight to it at all, like, I have no male colleagues, so I can't really put myself in this situation. But if I were to say, like, oh, someone's my work husband, I know that I wouldn't mean anything by it. Yeah. And if it just, like, slipped out or if I just randomly said that one time and my partner was like, work husband, eh? Like, that's a little weird. And I was like, oh, really? And they were like, yeah, I don't really like that. I think that's kind of weird. And, like, would you be happy if I called some woman my work wife? And I said, no, I wouldn't. Like, I think that's called open and honest communication. And then you realize what... What is acceptable and unacceptable yeah. to your partner and then you move on from there. Exactly. I would break up with her if she keeps doing it.
1: Yeah. Because you've set the boundary now mm-hmm. and now you um put it into practice. Yeah, you act on it. Yeah. I agree. So no, I don't think you break up with her now, but you see, yeah. you know, she's you're she's on watch. <laughs> she's on probation. Yeah. <laughs> like in dance
0: moms. You're aware. Kendall! You're on probation. You're not getting a jacket. <laughs> Sorry.
1: She's, you're on high alert. You're not even on high alert. You're on like medium to low alert. Like it's yeah. not even that. I mean, I, I'm not one to be like it's not that deep. It's not happening to me. But again, if she said it one time, yeah, and you let her know it bothered you, I think okay, you see where you go from there.
0: Yeah, and she did not. She was the opposite of getting defensive. Like I, I feel like her reaction, yeah, and her response was the most healthy thing she could have done. Like how could it have been healthier than her saying, "Oh my God, you're right. I'm sorry. I would feel the same." way and showing remorse in the form of tears it's just like i feel like she's sorry for her action and i doubt she's gonna do it again but if she does then you can pull the plug facts wow
1: we covered a lot of ground today. We really did. Everything from the Bible to a work husband. We've
0: got you. Okay. Our range Stop is insane. the internet, insane. Baby. No one's doing it like us. So. No, truly. So share it with your friends because our friends clearly aren't. So bring it watching. back full circle. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. Have you ever seen a podcast with as good as recall as this? Any final thoughts? I
1: think I'm going to try to have less resentment each passing day.
0: I really think you should. I'm trying to. I'm trying so hard.
1: Everything from the woman that almost ran me over with her ugly SUV to people in my life that have wronged me.
0: Yeah. One, just one last tip. I talked about this with Trisha in the past, but being delusional (laughs) in certain settings only helps you. And here's an example. You're walking across the street. Some person's an asshole and just like can't wait two more seconds before making their left hand turn. Be delusional and just lie to yourself and be like, they're a doctor on their way to go perform a life saving surgery. (laughs) Even if it's not true, your life is better because you're like, oh, you know what? That's great. It was fine. And you're right. I'm happy for him. And now it's out of your mind because it's way easier. I hate to say it. It's way easier to forget some happy thing that doesn't matter than it is to forget. Something that makes you form internalized resentment. It was just funny when you did that. (laughs) You just, like, sweep it it out of your life. I will sweep it out of my life. Anyone who almost wrongs you is just a doctor on their way to surgery for a child. And, like... (laughs) Be delusional, like you'll
1: okay. be a happier person. What if it's a semi truck running you off the highway? Then what?
0: Is there a <laughs> I'm doctor? I'm sure driving I could that think thing? of something. I'd rather oh, see oh. you up there shaking that thing. The, the medical devices are in the tractor trailer. <laughs> oh, God. What if it's a Whole Foods tractor trailer branded? <laughs> Whole Foods trailer almost running you off the road? I'd rather see you up there shaking that thing. <laughs> right. Be like Katie at the end of Mean Girls. <laughs> Oh my God! The acting and like the presentation of the line when, or the delivery of the line when she's like, everyone can have a piece of the crown. Like it's just like plastic, plastic. (laughs) and then it breaks in her
1: hand. A piece for
0: a piece for Regina George. A piece for Glenn Coco.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember.
0: Oh God! Well, thanks for listening to our podcast. This was a. One one as always it really was i feel like i need to keep going but it's getting long
1: we'll keep going off camera true best believe
0: true bonus
1: content we should do
0: a patreon where we just like keep talking for two more hours okay but you have to pay like 30 cents
1: for it give us <laughs> a little more credit at <laughs> least right, two dollars oh okay <laughs> at
0: least two dollars yeah
1: follow us on instagram yeah. Five stars on Spotify.
0: And Apple. And that's it. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Yeah. And your mom and whoever else you want. And keep hate watching us if that's what you do, too. Thank you Facts. so <laughs> much. And we love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.